1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Edit audio.
2: So I was crossing the street in front of my apartment and I'm doing mental gymnastics about this small bit of money that had just plopped in my lap. Obviously not literally. You know what I'm saying? I had just come into a little bit of cash. Now, as I'm darting between cars, I am plotting out how I will spend the money, and I'm thinking I'll earmark some for my kids' after-school crap, and I'll put some into their college funds, and I'll put this much into a slush fund for an upcoming vacation, and that leaves a little bit for us to be frivolous. Now, by the time I had crossed that one intersection, I had spent all of our newfound money Yes, all of it was on responsible things. All of it was using a systematic approach to finances, but it was gone nonetheless. And my next thought was that my life looked no different. As I continued walking, I started to think about what number would make a huge difference in our lives. Maybe it's 50K, 100K, 250K. I mean, surely that would be enough. But in my head, it wasn't. No number I was saying would be enough. And of course, that's objectively not true. $250,000 completely changes a person's life. I mean, that's a quarter of a million dollars. Maybe it pays off your mortgage. Maybe that clears away debt. Maybe that pays for a kid's college fund. Whatever, it's a change. It's impactful. Yet I felt like my life wouldn't be changed. And as I stood on the street in Brooklyn with cars zooming by me, I realized it was because there was no amount of money in my bank account that would ever make me feel like I had enough, like I would be safe. Hello, folks. I'm Robin Hopkins, and this is Well Adjusting, where I talk to people about life stuff, but, you know, not in an NPR way, more like a we're at the bar, we're having cocktails, and I am getting into your business sort of way. Oh, we love a cocktail. Oh, and producer stuff is here, too. Oh, yeah, hi, that's me. Today we chat, well, when budgeting goes too far... All right, people, I am so, 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 so excited to share today's interview. I had the fortune of sitting down with two sisters, Nikki and Steph, and we talked about one of my favorite topics to obsess over, and that is money and your relationship to it. Now, these two sisters, they were raised in the same household in the same ways, and in many instances, they have wildly different relationships to money, but then in others, they're exactly the same. Both of them are depriving themselves of things and making themselves feel bad for spending. And I have to tell you, I love to talk about this because it just underscores how our relationships with money, they're almost never about money. And I am so thankful to Nikki and staff that they let me poke and prod and get into all their financial business. And I'm telling you, you're going to love it. let's, Let's get to it. Here we go.
3: My name is Steph. We are sisters,
4: <laughs> two of three. I'm Nikki. <laughs> I'm the eldest of the three, and Steph is the middle. And we're three years apart. Should we say our ages? Does that matter? If you want to, you I'm have 32. To. Nikki,
3: uh, Stephanie, me is 28. I'm Steph. I'm the fourth <laughs> adopted it's <true>. sister. Yeah, <laughs>
4: sorry, I lied. Yeah, two of four, not two of three. Producer
2: Steph has brought you two to us. Yes. And everyone yeah. should know we're having cocktails. Yeah, we're having cocktails while we do this mm-hmm. one. This is I, I always love when we get to do the cocktails. Yeah, you're in that in
3: person, in, in person, course. it, it feels more like just a nice chill chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
4: So I think for me, I mean, I've now been in my current career for probably eightish years, and I've significantly grown my income, but it never really feels like enough, and I still feel very guilty. When I spend money, even though I I shop a lot, I like to buy things and spend money, but there's always a nagging little bit of guilt behind. And I just don't know if I'll ever feel like I have enough.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. I would say mine's like kind of similar in that I think growing up, I knew that we weren't like not even like well off, but also like almost like secure, Mm -hmm. especially after like our parents split up. I think it was like evident that specifically like our mom was like Probably living like paycheck to paycheck. Essentially, it was kind of known that there wasn't necessarily like tons of extra to like go around. And what was it
2: like before that? Did you all live comfortably when the parents were together?
3: Still, like I would say, similar. I disagree. It's hard kind to of. remember that. I, I can was a wait bit for older. All the about yeah, yeah, I know that's, in the that's so house. interesting. We I have such different probably
4: perspectives. When our parents were together, I mean, our dad is very frugal. I would say, he's and Dutch. he's Dutch, <laughs> and I think that. He kind of reigned in my mom's love yeah, of spending. That's fair. Which was kind of, I think, something that became an incompatibility between them. But yeah, I think even though there were maybe money scarcity when our parents divorced, there was also a lot of like credit things. So there were calls we wouldn't answer and stuff oh, like right. that. So
2: already the similarities were so eerie. Like my parents <laughs> got divorced and our whole financial landscape changed. The creditors called all that so it's so interesting mm-hmm. and I have the scarcity mindset but we're gonna get more into mm-hmm. that but yeah
3: yeah so I guess like in a similar way I would say I don't have like as like I, I don't work in a field that is like necessarily as like abundant with pay and income mm-hmm. but I think I just like wanted to always like be secure and be able to like do things without thinking twice about it mm-hmm. that I almost went too far the other way and I'm like, You talk about like the small nagging feeling of guilt. I'm like, I feel like I almost can't even now have an experience and like spend money on like a trip, which is like an amazing experience with your loved ones. And I'm like, this is too much money. This is too much Uh, money. And like, it's really not when you look at it in terms of even what's like in my bank account and I don't spend money on other frivolous things. So like an experience with my loved one should not make me feel like that anxious. Well, I do feel like we shouldn't talk in shoulds.
2: Which I think is because <laughs> it's like fair. You're already, as, soon yeah. as, you, as soon as you it's, go into the shit, you already course. know that, that you're already putting some expectation on yourself. Yes. But I'm curious, what are each of your, if you are comfortable sharing, like what are your financial situations right now? Like, do you have debt? Mm. Are you living paycheck to paycheck? Because there's what you think and yeah. what you should do. And then there's what's really actually happening. Mm-hmm. So, what is the real state of your money without
3: the fear? Yeah, I I went to university. and I paid for it myself, which probably also kind of made this mental thing about money come about. But then I graduated and I got a super good job. So I like paid off my debt, which was great. And then I lived at home for a really long time, which was also super great. And now I have, do you want like a number? <laughs> no, but <laughs> like you do you
2: have, you have, I have savings. I have like feel- a
3: very large savings account.
2: Isn't that interesting?
3: Very interesting because yeah. it doesn't then make sense that then spending like $1,000 on a trip feels like, oh my goodness. Because when you look at it in Relation and in perspective. Like, I don't live paycheck to paycheck. I'm working a job right now. Like, I don't make a ton of money, but it was just like an interim job. It's great for what it was, but I essentially will hopefully be a teacher. Mm -hmm. So, it's also just interesting knowing when I look at my future income, I can know it. I can know exactly like there's a grid online. Yeah. So, that also just sometimes feels daunting because it's like, I'll never. Yes. Yeah.
2: Is it the same in Canada where you would have like a pension type situation yeah, for great, retirement?
3: Great pension. So like You
2: already don't even have to think about <laughs> which end is of your-
3: huge. And yeah, very and nice. Yet. But yeah, I'm still like, yeah, exactly. I used to be, I think, more of a spender. And then I just went so far the other way. And then it's like almost a thing like when you don't spend for so long and you don't shop for so long, like the one thing feels like, oh my gosh, well, it's but deprivation. It's like, I think the
2: comparisons with food and money are always yeah. so similar. Like anybody who goes on an extreme diet, I'm always like, "That's the dumbest thing you can mm-hmm. do." Because one, sure, you're going to lose a lot of weight, and within two months, you're going to be right back to it because you're not addressing the underlying issue. Yeah, it's and too I restrictive, I think, and yeah, it's just your and you're going to act out. You're likely to be like. Fuck this
4: shit. Binge. You know,
2: and I call like credit card acting out the fuck you slide. Mm-hmm. It's like, boop, fuck you. Like, it, whether it's to yourself or I to do the that. company you work for. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> now,
4: Nikki, what's the state of your money? So for me, I, as I mentioned, have been in my field for about eight years. I work in um, oncology clinical research and I work for a pharmaceutical company. So I'm well paid. Let's just saying,
2: big bucks. I'm yeah. Powerful.
4: I'm well paid. I have a lot of perks and I live with a partner in Toronto who also, he's a, Uh, HR director and he has a great job as well. And he has a son. So that's where we're at. We rent right now. We'd love to buy a house. We put money away every month for savings for a house. I try and put money away every month for savings for retirement. And I try and put money away every month for savings for vacation. And I also have um, a retirement saving through my company as well that they match. So I mean, I'm very comfortable, I think, and...
2: Guys, Steph's fridge is making ice for us. It, <laughs> it knows. It knows that while we talk about the stressful topic... We'll like, need more. I mean, people <laughs> are holding <laughs> fidgets right now. Like, ice money. is being made for drinks. It's like, this is... The stress level is very yeah. high. But what's so fucking hilarious is that you two are both in fantastic financial yeah. positions. I know. Like, you're literally sitting here spouting off all the things that... Like, when people talk to me about money and I'm like, oh, here's what you do... And these are the things I say and do. Yeah. I know. We save for vacations. Make sure you live mm-hmm. debt free. Make sure you're monthly. You can pay for. Yep. Have your retirement. Like these are all the things you're supposed I to do. Know. And you're both doing it. Yeah.
3: I am less anxious about spending money on experiences. It sometimes is still hard. For example, we went out for lunch today and I was like, wow, that's kind of a lot of money for lunch. And I'm like maybe spending too much money here. But it's like. My biggest example when I knew that I really needed to kind of, like, look at this was that I don't own a parka, like a winter coat. You don't own a jacket? And I live in Canada. Canada. (laughs) Because you don't want to spend the money. Because I was, like, existing without it. And when I was in university, I did because I was, like, busing and stuff. But then I was, like, living at home. So I just always, like, got in my car to go somewhere. And they're expensive. And I was, like, well, I've not had one for this whole time, like do I really need to spend like $300 on a coat? The long and short of it is, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Like Agreed. I live in Canada where for seven months That's I absurd. need a it's absurd. Yeah. 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 But I hear
2: deserve and worth coming yeah. out of your mouth. And it's like, Big and it time. feels so, it feels beyond deprivation. It feels like there's some kind of like, I don't, I don't deserve this. And it, it breaks my heart a little bit because you too will never be in danger of going out of control with money because this is a default setting. Good, Mm -hmm. bad, or whatever. So, like, you could loosen it up and you're never going to go out of control. And what makes me sad about it is what you're depriving yourself of and and, and what you're putting yourself through in terms of lived experiences and you're not, you know, being.
3: Yeah, and I do think, like, through like therapy when we like started talking about it it does really come down to like self-worth so like it is kind of sad and like something we're hopefully working on overall mm-hmm. self-worth but ain't it's we like we we all, i do like it is like it essentially comes down because i'm like i would buy my friends like i love buying my friends gifts like anytime i go visit them or like something happens i'm like let's get them flowers let's do this like let's but you do this never do that for yourself never right even a park like a
4: winter You're yeah. A jacket <laughs> like, yeah yeah and You're it just—I like, so- just
2: have an image of you
3: putting on all these layers. Like, I get a turtleneck <laughs> and I get a sweater,
4: and then out into the Canadian winter.
3: Oh yeah, that's horrible. Well, I did. So I did buy one. Now I got a, a secret sale. discount. Someone at a mm-hmm. store gave me their discount, which was helpful. If you've
2: ever been to any twelve-step meetings, they talk about like you know releasing and, and relinquishing control, and it's like I'm always like, well, how does
3: how? If I were Tell to me do me that, that. <laughs> How would,
2: but it's like there is this – every once in a while I get a moment of clarity where I'm like, oh, it just means, like, letting go. And I'm like, oh, I think I can. And I can for, like, a second,
3: and then I just grab right back on to That's the wheel and I'm like, That's
0: mm-hmm. I'm driving the car. Yeah, really? was like, <laughs>
3: there was, like, a viral, like, TikTok video, and it was like – I would love to go with the flow, but what time does the flow start and (laughs) where is it going to be held? (laughs) And I'm like, I really do get that. Like, especially with other things, I think I can like sometimes go with the flow. But yeah, like I do get that with money and like the control. And I'm like, at the same time as I'm like stressed about the money that I'm spending here, the same person is running around New York being like, I'm on vacation. (laughs) Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, but it's like, okay, well, let yourself be on vacation. Like you don't
4: do this often. I think you probably deprive yourself of material things. That's what I don't do. Like, I do love to buy things, and that's why. It's
2: almost like you punish yourself for
4: it after. I do. I I make myself feel bad about it. Yeah, like, why did I do that? And I think I'm trying to get better, but I buy a lot of stuff, and that's why I know I can get myself into trouble, because I'll just be like, credit card here, there, everywhere. I'm too willy-nilly with money like I always especially if I have a few drinks I'm like I'll get the round I'll get everything I think too that might stem from being the oldest I'm like I'll take care of you guys I got this but I also extends to anyone in my presence if I'm drinking so yeah I, I, I like, love to take the bill yeah. but then I still feel guilty but I'm like I'm doing something nice I should just do it and not feel bad about it
0: or not do it I just want to add because Nikki didn't say this, but she has a meticulous spreadsheet, which first of all Robin Oh yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I will talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) All right, share about your
4: So I like I said, I have guilt spending, but it doesn't stop me. And I know that if I didn't track every dollar that I spend, I would definitely be in debt because I use my credit card for everything, but I pay it off in full every month. Yeah. But with that, you have to track it because it's easy to go over, I think. So yeah, I probably like how do you track it? Do you
2: track it with an app or do an you an Excel
4: tra- like uh, Google Sheet?
2: So you like manually, manually put your shit in an Excel spreadsheet? Yeah. Because I'm fairly certain there are apps that will do I that use
4: for you. I use Mint, which is like yeah, a finance yeah, 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 app, yeah. but I'm a control freak.
2: (laughs) So you use Mint and in addition to that.
4: Yeah. So I'll like, I've actually gotten a little better. So I'll like export my transactions. And I also, so my partner and I will, uh, we have a shared credit card that we put like house grocery and stuff like that on there. And I track those separately. So yeah, I will export all my transactions in a month. On my Excel, I'll have like, my uh, monthly fixed expenses, like rent, what we put towards our household expenses every month. And then I'll have my spending budget and then I'll track it every month. Because I do, I often go over. And so for me, I have a budget. It's not necessarily that I stick to it. Sometimes I have to dip into my vacation savings or my retirement savings if I have a really (laughs) big spending month.
2: You're not talking about you're dipping into your 401k. No,
4: no, no. Something I would have contributed instead of that, I'm going to use it this month because I decided to to buy a $500 face mask. And then if I'm over, sometimes if it's like minimal, I won't do that and I'll carry it forward to my next month. So I know that that eats into my next month's budget and then I have less to spend and so on and so forth. By
2: the way, I'm smiling because I do similar things. I feel like you might be a little bit more next level than I am. My follow-up question on that is, one, does that make you feel safer or does it bring more anxiety? Two, does it change your behavior in any way by doing it? And three, what... Are you
4: getting out of it? Okay, so I think it does make me feel more in control because I need to know. I don't like to not know things. And I know myself, I've seen myself do it in the past before I started doing this. If I don't track it, I can't pay my credit card off because I don't realize how much money I'm spending. So it does help.
2: But what if... Because I do the same thing in that I have one credit card I pay it each month Mm -hmm, in full. mm -hmm. um, And I have a target number of what I want our monthly expenses to be as a family. Because all of our family expenses go on that. Because I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. we'll get miles. And then I pay it off each month, right? Win, win,
4: win, win, Mm -hmm, win. For sure.
2: But I have a targeted budget, like a loose budget that I know of what what our monthlies usually are, and then, like, what I can do on Amazon, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Because I, you know, I'm a lesbian, so I don't do $500 face masks. I'm like, I'm like whatever, it looks fine. I did return it. Yeah. So <laughs> so but so I have my monthly, like, number that I want us to hit as a family, right? Mm-hmm. What's stopping you from just on the 15th, you're halfway through the month, opening up the Chase app or whatever your credit card is with and saying, oh, I'm halfway through that number. I have to slow my roll. I can't even believe I'm about to say this because I'm always for, like, you have to do more. I actually feel like you should do less because it, like, if OK, again, I going to make a comparison to food because I'm a little bit of like a food addict. And <laughs> or if you were a smoker, how much mental time do you spend thinking about like, oh, I'm going to go get that. You like you might be talking to me. I think I got that ice cream left over at home. I could probably have a little of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm nodding. I'm nodding. <laughs> but like, are you doing all that in your head versus being in the moment? And ps full disclosure I am not capable of doing anything that I'm telling you. <laughs> I am in this I am the same person money equals safety.
4: Yeah. Um I think that I don't do that in the moment because I know that I'm going to do it later. And I think for me that's part of it like it takes away some of the thinking in the moment but my therapist also agrees that I should do less but I am working on it. I will say from the time I started doing this I was making way less money like less than half of what mm-hmm. I make now. I would log in multiple times a day and update wow. it. Like, I know I didn't buy anything. Why am I going in here? So it's not like There's a soothing like that. thing that's going on with like, it. Like, okay, I didn't spend any money. I'm okay. It does feel like the
2: commonality of your household is security and money. Like, yeah. you don't feel like you have it. And I, I'm curious, like, what do you think if you, Nikki, were to stop your spreadsheet? I said it, I said it out loud. If <laughs> you, staff, <Steph>, you're like, <laughs> you were to.
1: Give, Give yourself a up.
2: spending budget and, and say, I have to spend five hundred dollars a month, two fifty. Like whatever yeah. that number is.
4: Like where where does it mentally take you? For me, it takes me to I'm gonna have debt, I'm gonna be ruined, my life will be ruined. Like that's immediately did you, did you see your mom ruined? Not ruined, but I felt it. Like I felt the anxiety of
3: like secondhand they're looking secondhand for hand us. stress they're, or like And I, I think
4: know. too, we're all pretty empathetic people like we feel a lot of other people's feelings and we're close with our mom my mom's very similar as well and she's like the most wonderful loving human in the world and i like felt that for her and for us
2: well and as a parent i think sometimes we think oh you know like oh we're keeping it out away from the kids and they can't see this but they feel everything yeah they feel everything what, what is it for you? What does it make you think of?
3: That doesn't actually feel that daunting because I spend money on, like, right now, three things. Gas, to get to my loved ones. Like, a lot of my friends don't live super close to me. Alcohol, happily spend money on that. And, like, groceries. Those are the things that I allow on my credit card, and I'm like, okay, they're there. I would say, like, on average, my credit card, like, when I pay it every week, in my mind, I'm like, two to $300 to me, is like acceptable for a week. Well, of I actually
2: would want to say, I want to take it away from a number because now that you've explained what it is yeah, you spend on and make it be something frivolous. Like, yeah, like, like be, not uh, on
4: your necessities. Yeah.
2: And for you, it's, um, Nikki, it's the, the extra purchases, the things that are not your monthlies and your savings or whatever. Like if you only budgeted that and you said, this is a number that would make me feel nice if I did this. But for you, Nikki, if you went over it, it would make you feel bad. Um, and for you, if you went under it, it would make you feel bad mm-hmm. stuff, which is so confusing, but amazing <laughs> all at the same time. Cause you're doing the same thing, but different. <laughs> um, like what if that was the number you tracked and you sat with it, you tried it for like a month or two and then you check in at the end of the month and you go, well, how does that feel? Do I feel like I was out of control or can you trust yourself enough to be like, I made this number in good conscience with an education, knowing I can do this number. And then you did it.
3: Would you be willing to experiment with something like that? I think that would be like huge for me because what I just do now is I kind of have this like made up number for like an approximate week and I rarely go over, like truly never since I was just like in a wedding and so that was like another yeah. thing. But like Fucking post weddings. that, I yeah, yeah. they get <laughs> pricey real quick. But other than that, like with essentially gas, groceries, and whatever, I just like genuinely don't go over it. But then if I go under it, it's like I don't get any... Not like reward, that it should be like a reward, but it's like I almost should give myself that number so that I can see. Well, when you've done well in the other areas, like if I don't drive around the province over the weekend. Sorry, provinces are Canadian states. <laughs> guys, guys, it's kind of like a state, but you can transfer money can really easily there. Allow myself to be like, okay, like I do want a new pair of pants and yeah. I only spent this, whereas I'm just like, oh, sick, I was like under the number. Right, I'm like, but nice you be know be under it, it again know. next month. Yeah. But it's like, well, then I should almost just give myself that number. Yeah, what do you win? Nothing. Right. And yeah, it's like, yeah, but then I'm like, well, where's the prize? Does but <laughs> does it feel
2: good? Because that's the question. Because it, it feels good, I wouldn't want to take that away. It from It definitely
3: you. does feel good, but like, I don't know if it feels good for the right reason. Right. Like, I, I think it's just like furthering this like.
0: What if you put that number that you didn't spend into an account yeah. for like oh, Like, Do whatever that's you a want. Great idea. That's yeah. yeah. Like if the number
3: is like 300 and I spend 250, I put the $50 into that like separate. Oh, yeah, that is smart. Cause sometimes it's like, okay, well, I was like $32 under. It's like, I don't want anything right now that's $32. And I also don't wanna like buy garbage. That's like my right, thing right. too. Like the parka was such a big thing because I was like, I need this. I live in Canada, I don't have a coat. I don't just want to buy, like, crap. Isn't there a middle
2: ground between an absolute fucking necessity (laughs) in a jacket and crap? Yeah. Like, isn't there things that would make you feel like, I mean, have you ever gotten yourself a massage? Like, more of those things that are self-care or that bring you joy.
3: Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I would love to have a facial. I'm like, that's so frivolous. It's so expensive. So, like, there's no way I'm coming under the number if I get a facial that month. That is probably the whole number. But then it is if after, after – six
2: months of 32 bucks, or mm, Even facial.
3: even like six weeks. It's like if one week I'm like $100 under because I like didn't really do much, ate the food that was just like around like <laughs> – Garbage like, Well, you know, like I like, like, like live at home. So like <laughs> right. inevitably there are groceries there. But like my little sister who also was there is a vegetarian. So often we will just go out and buy like the things that like we want that like our mom isn't necessarily
4: like stocking all yeah. the time. Yeah. I think for me, like my issue is probably – since I started my tracking, I've never once been under. So I definitely. Be, <laughs> so it's not working then. I mean, it's not working, but it's I carry it really over. Feel that? So yeah. overall, it's working because yes. I'm like, okay, I went over this month. I have to carry this into my next month and I have to readjust because I made – purchases that i shouldn't have maybe <laughs> but that for me is important because i go over all the time like i have to carry it through right so
2: but there's got to be something that you can do that's like you're only tracking those and you set a number and you only should you up the number yeah that's it that's why i'm saying that
4: i mean i don't want to because it's already a high number like but you're i'm trying already up the number yeah, i, know. Would just I money. Money. but i'm it's trying to money. save a <laughs> we we'll gotta, gotta buy a house in toronto yourself. it's expensive there
0: Whoa. Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Okay, all right, we, we need to hold the phone for a second here.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is like a lot of info and a lot of voices.
2: And perhaps maybe a couple of cocktails, just a couple mm-hmm. too many cocktails.
0: A few cocktails. So to recap, we have Steph and Nikki, two sisters, kind of similar, but also kind of very different.
2: Yes, Steph is the younger sibling. She's got a massive deprivation mindset. She is not buying shit. Yeah, I mean, not even a winter coat in Canada
0: where there's very much
2: winter. (laughs) And on the flip side, we have Nikki. She is the older sibling who is spending, 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 but then obsessing and tracking every penny of it, Mm -hmm. creating budgets that are clearly not being adhered to and still
0: somehow managing to feel deprived. Yeah, I mean, I know Nikki pretty well, and I can tell you those spreadsheets ain't working. (laughs) Okay, recap complete.
2: Let's get back to it. Here is Nikki once again trying to budget herself.
4: (laughs) Oh, Nikki. Maybe I should give myself a budget for categories. Like I lump everything in other than what's like mutual with my partner. That's separate. My monthly OSAP payment, which is my student loan is separate rent and then everything else is just like one big blurb. So like every month I can spend X on clothes and X yes. on miscellaneous. Yeah. Because
2: on the extras, I think that's the only thing yeah. you should be tracking. The others are they're like they're the it's same not your fault month. if you yeah
4: like yeah. buy
3: groceries and it's ten dollars different like Yeah, and that's and there's something to be done with that. Yeah.
4: yeah. So maybe if I make myself more buckets and I think I feel it like might what be. just happened is
3: she said what we
2: said, and then she just made her spreadsheet more complicated. Okay, That's no, what I do what what I will I'm say, gonna make
4: more bucket. <laughs> what I will say is, Mint has an option where I don't know. We should just look probably like an advertisement no, fuck for them, me. but Mint, <laughs> yes,
2: please. Yeah, We're it's um. Finances. I
4: actually I love it so much because they are good and they automatically track things. So if I made myself a budget, I could put it in there, but I've just never done it because I wanted to be more in control. But I am, I think, relinquishing a little bit of control because I now do it like once or twice a month when before I was doing it multiple times a day.
3: Or like keep I'm it for your in shared the shared right credit direction. card with like your partner because that's like something that you like break that's down. A, that's fine. a separate spreadsheet. But, oh, so perfect. So keep that <laughs> keep that spreadsheet, but you lose the other. Yeah.
2: By
0: the way, we need pictures of producer stuff's face. I want to say that I disagree with this. <laughs> what, do, what do you, okay, what, do you, tell you me, what do you think? If I could give you... And, and I know Steph, you won't do it. Producer you know Steph is my best well, friend yeah. and knows
4: my spending habits. So she has, does, she have, does she have your permission to say whatever the fuck oh, she wants to say? Oh, absolutely.
0: I think, like, in the way that you go to buy something and you're like, I must agonize over this for six months and then maybe get it, I think you don't want to have that conversation with yourself for even like a minute. And I think if you were like, okay, I'm gonna set a timer on my watch and think for 10 minutes, do I wanna buy this or not? You would literally spend like half, like less than half. I think think that that is good advice. I also
4: do that. Like, you know how many full shopping carts I have on my (laughs) my browser that I've never purchased? But is shopping for you like
2: a self-soothing? It makes you feel nice?
4: I think so. And I think also like, I mean, this is getting kind of deeper, but like, I'm like a pretty self-conscious person and like I return a lot of stuff. But I think for sure, shopping for me probably is a little bit of like a confidence thing is like, Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be the thing that makes me feel like good about myself. Interesting. Yeah. Whereas like,
3: I really feel the opposite. I'm like, why am I going to go buy new clothes? They're not going to make me feel good. They're not going to look how I want them to. Why am I going to waste the money?
2: You can see how all the attachments we put on money. Oh, yeah. Like, whether it's safety, whether it's confidence, Mm -hmm. whether it's deserving. (laughs) How you are with money has nothing, almost nothing to do with the numbers. It has to do with what you're attached to it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's
3: the work. Mm -hmm. And Lord knows I'm very emotional. but like, Aren't we all? all? I can look at it with a math and a science logical brain and be like, I can spend more than I spend. And I'm sure it would still be fine. But... Apparently, I'm saving for the rainiest day there ever well, was. I, <laughs> the rainiest era. But, but
2: it's like I mean, I hate to be all like dark, but you could get run over by a bus tomorrow, 100%. and then you did it all for nothing.
3: Exactly. No, it, Not and that's the thing. Lives, it's like walk, and, and and that's why sometimes I am like, we're like, oh, you live paycheck to paycheck. It's like. Is that so bad? Like, okay, maybe like having a little bit
4: of security, but like... She also does have a pension. yeah so And like for a little her bit of security yes. is maybe Huge. like yeah.
3: five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. Well, and you also, we have to put it in Canadian, you
2: have health care. Yes. Yeah.
3: And I have a ton of supportive family and friends who, if something did happen, I could move home So easily. I have very supportive parents. I could move into your home. It would be squishy, but you would make it work. Like I'm acting like like I got like kicked out at 16 years old. And it's like, it's just me on my own. And then I would understand if I was kind of more like this, but I'm not on my own at all.
4: Delve into the shadows
2: of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital.
0: We're both very
3: anxious.
4: Like on medication. Like on therapy, medication. Anxiety. I've always been. Yeah. I do
3: think it I'm, still is so related to like the emotions, like you said, but there is also that. I think that contributes I feel to it. this way about yeah. many. Well, things, and there's like, a soothing yeah.
2: that you're soothing with deprivation and you're yes. soothing with spending. Over yes. indulgence. I mean, yeah,
3: That's real. Mm-hmm. I think I've always been anxious, but I do think it got much worse in the last like three years. So I don't know if that just also combined with. Well, Everyone was like own. getting married, Feels... buying homes. And I was like, I can't, I have, I'm good with my money. I have a good job. I live at home. I don't pay rent. I have a lot of liquid cash. I still cannot buy at any house anywhere, like around where I live.
4: Yeah. With my previous partner, he was making significantly more than me. We were probably like our mid twenties and like we lived together, probably like moving towards marriage, that kind of relationship. And I was paying off my student loans. He didn't have any, he had a better job than me. He's like, well, I'm saving for us. So I didn't save anything. I was putting everything to my loans and like spending and whatnot, but like, I didn't have savings. So like, oh, I'll pay off my loan. And then we broke up and I was like, oh, I have nothing. So I think now it's like, I focus more and like my, my partner now is actually great about this. He's like, I mean, we should both have our own money. We have our mixed stuff. We have this, but I'm like, yeah, that's important to me now too. Like I never kind of want to be in that situation again where I feel like I have nothing. So now I, I still pay my loans, but I'm one year away from paying it off, but I know very exciting, but I, I put savings away and I make sure I have some sort of backup in case I ever need it again. I've never talked like this. So, yeah, this is, yeah. it feels like, kind of feels like relieving in a way.
2: Yeah. But I also think like the naming of it, will you then recognize some of your behaviors
3: more specifically and be like, oh,
2: I'm doing that thing and I don't need to do that.
3: For me, I'm like, that is interesting because I'm moving to like a new city and I'm like, again, like not to say like deserve or worth, but like I deserve to like live my life and be uh, selfish. Yeah, you do. And do. that is like kind of been a very big thread of it. Like I'm moving to like, I'm pointing at you so aggressively because <laughs> did you see how you named it
2: negatively? I deserve to be yeah. selfish. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah which you, is, you Yeah. No, to, just to just
3: celebrate yourself. live my life. Live your life. Yeah. And that is even how so I framed much judgment it. Like, I was on like, yourself. I'm moving to this big city, but I've lived at home. Like, it's too expensive. And then I was like, yeah, like, I deserve to be selfish. It's like, no, I'm just moving to this city. And that's what I the deserve to have this experience. In this. City.
2: I can have this experience mm-hmm. because I have been smart and responsible.
3: Hopefully, I give myself a little more frivolousness in a new place. I will. Give myself more frivolousness I in the new place. Will yeah. myself, I will be buying clothes. I will be in the London thrift shops buying stuff. And I'm, like, I'm
2: like the worst of podcast helper where I'm telling
3: everyone to be irresponsible. <laughs> I'm like, I'm say it better. <laughs> Stronger. In my mind, I was like, that's a good thing that I'm saying. Like, I get to be selfish. It's like, it's not really selfish. Like, no. It would be selfish if you were hurting other people. Yeah. And and I'm still going to do this. And I know it like sucks for other people. (laughs) Yeah. Like, fuck
2: everybody else. And I'm doing this and this hurts people. You're not.
0: Yeah. Let's just say if you had your dream relationship to money, or if you could picture a life where you have just no bad feelings towards money, what does it look like to you?
4: To me, that translates to security.
2: You would have security. Yes. It's not that I don't like your answer. It's that I. It's
4: like, that I don't like your answer. Yeah, no, no. It's
2: that I'm trying to like. What is security? You, because, now? because you, you are, technically you have it have now. Secured,
4: yeah, like, so, but like, you
2: don't have a. But like, if I processing. lost my
4: job right now, and I have to keep paying rent, I can't find a new job. Like, do you know? I <laughs> you know. Why I'm pointing at you. Why? Because the question that producer
2: stuff asked you was for you to design your glorious, perfect future, and in it, you have now lost a job.
1: <laughs> you have. You I can't can't find a new <laughs> and,
2: and by the way, the, the answer to this question may be that you don't know yet what your healthy relationship with money could look like.
4: I think that is true because I have had this conversation with my therapist and that was my answer. I don't know what is going to make me feel Secure. Secure. Yeah. I
2: think because it might be this. If you feel secure, then there's another feeling that's going to come with it. Yeah. Like, my, like yours and mine is very similar, the security thing, mm-hmm. right? Safety. Mine mm-hmm. is safety. And for me, if I felt safe with money, then I would feel more free. I would feel more around money. I would feel less weighted. I would feel less anxiety. So it's like the. When you're speaking something into existence, you want to speak the positive, not the negative. You don't want to say, like, I don't want to have a job working in finance. Mm -hmm. You want to say, I want a job in the arts. Because Mm -hmm. you want to speak into existence the positivity. And it may very well be that you're not at a point yet where you know what the positivity would be. Mm -hmm. Right?
4: I think that's a really good point and also something we didn't really touch on. But, like, this is kind of maybe a whole other thing. but. Feeling financially stable enough to have children is a big thing for me. You can have mine. (laughs) (laughs) They're free. Are they, though? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so that's always been a big thing for me. And my partner and I have had discussions about this and being like, okay, we don't have to own a house to have a child because that's always been in the back of my mind. So I think that's a big part of it for me. And I don't know if maybe having a child will change that for me in a way where I'm like, I can provide for my child. I don't need to buy them luxury things or this or that. It doesn't make them any happier. And even seeing with like my stepson, we can go to a fancy cottage or we can go to a cottage with no power he and nothing. Don't care. He, doesn't he doesn't care. care. He doesn't see. Like yeah. True. <laughs> and that's that's a bit eye-opening in a positive way yeah. for me. So well
2: and and I think that having a house, having a cottage, having these things, they're about the things that you could have so that you're safe versus what would show up if you already were safe. And if you knew you were safe and I'm going to go home and work on trying to answer that for myself, yeah. because I don't know if I can answer that. Mm-hmm. Like if I knew I was safe for money, what would I, and I would go right to the brownstone. <laughs> and by the way, in, in this is how fucked up I am in the brownstone. There's a rental unit in the bottom. So then that's for my. Yeah. There's time. always like income like, coming yes. in. Like, and that's a built in retirement. I agree like, with a that a thousand unit. percent. But like, what would I have if I'm safe and secure with money? And I think you and I both have to answer that question. Yeah. Not, obviously not right now, mm-hmm. but we need to think about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What will security be? Yeah. Like, it, will it even be a house or will you have a house and be like, what if this house gets the house blown down, down, down by the big bad wolf tomorrow? Like and, well, like, and climate change could change everything. The little market little, can yeah. crash and like, we know people who like left a house overnight. Like you yeah. don't, is that is that secure like i'm not
0: de- no, but i'm yeah. like
3: it is almost has to come from like just us security working is a on the relationship yes. exactly it's not like an actual physical home it might help
4: yeah maybe but more then there's a lot session. of stuff that comes with that too one funny thing i was just thinking about about security is like i already make more than both my parents made yeah. so it's like yes i am in a good i'm in a great place i'm only 32 i make good money i have an amazing life and like The money thing, like, doesn't make me not enjoy my life. Like, I love my life. I'm very lucky. I have amazing friends, amazing partner. Like, it's just so interesting that, like, I'm already making more than my parents and I'm still so. You already make more than I ever can as a public education teacher. Yeah. Which, like,
3: is amazing and you've worked very hard for it. You are in a great place. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. If you two could both say you're in a great place, I think that'd be huge progress. I am in a great and, place, <laughs> I am a great place.
2: Yes, and mean it. No, I'm kidding. What occurred to me is your sisters who are obviously very close mm-hmm. and who have um, a similar issue. You two could be accountability partners in yes. this and mm-hmm. a support system to spend some time talking about like, because I suspect there's more underneath it. I mean, it could be just the anxiety that you both are predisposed to and, and have. But it could also be more than that. It could be something that's tied to the way you're raised or something. And maybe there's something you all could be talking about on the regular yeah. and mm-hmm. just being like, once a week we talk about this, or I- I'm willing to do this. Are you willing to do that? Like have that support system for each other.
4: Yeah, yeah. I like that. It maybe bring us both a little bit more to the middle. Obviously, this is like such a thing, but everyone's so
3: weird about talking about money. That's one thing I don't I don't really feel that way at all either. But then it's like, even when I'm like, should I tell you the exact number of money in my bank account? I'm like, I was like in my head, I was like, yeah, I would. But is that inappropriate? Like, it's you're telling the world. There's like a weird, you
2: know, there's just like a weird. It's just like you ask somebody how much they make. You don't ask how much they bought the house for. Which meanwhile, I do all those. I do too. Yeah. Like, would you pay? But I mean, I think there could be real support for each other, and even a bigger, better goal is more joy, less anxiety, and even if it's what does that hold 10% more? Like, even Mm -hmm. if it's just a little bit more, what does that free you up for? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have 10% less anxiety about money, and you have 10% more joy, what can come in behind that?
4: Yeah, yeah, I really like that. Because I do think for me, it's like, I have the money, I have a budget, I'm in my career, and I'm able to buy things for myself that I want. And I shouldn't make myself feel bad about no. it then. And if I can let that go, like I'm actually really excited to try the, the mint only. No, the oh, mint the only. Mint thing. only. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. just mint the only. one because you can the set the buckets up there. So I'm like, okay, I'll set the buckets up, and then it'll be kind of automatic, and it's more done so. for you. Like they see, like, oh,
3: a g- g- gas station. They're like, okay, hey, that's gas. And they'll be like, like, like you're tr- over. And yeah, may- and maybe you set like a,
4: uh, I'm allowed to check once a week. Yeah, I like that or too because I do and think. The 30th. You know, I think the first part will be, a like, that will be challenging, but then I think once I get more into the groove, then, yeah, I can limit how much I check, so.
2: <laughs> I am so appreciative that you both just, like, put your heart and your emotions and your feelings out on, you know, on your sleeve. There's no way that we are alone in this mm-hmm, feeling and, sure. and how complicated and complex our feelings are to money, so mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that you... Did this and we got to have some cocktails and it was like, yeah, I really enjoyed talking to you both. Yeah. And by the way, before you start a budget, before you sit down with your financial advisor, I want you to try an exercise and you can do this. I don't care how you do it. Meditating, journaling, chat with your bestie, whatever format that you use to explore your feelings. But when you're doing that, I want you to think about your childhood. How were your parents or your caregivers with money? Was money held over your head? Did you have too much of it or not enough of it? Did your parents ever teach you about money? Or did they never acknowledge its existence at all while they spent till the cows came home or whoever's coming home? It's really not relevant to the story. Anyway, it's important to explore that topic so that you have a personal perspective before you take those next steps with your finances. Because the reality is your past might be getting in the way of you seeing the state of your cash clearly today. All right, people, it is time we get a little advice from our expert of the day. This is someone who I go to with all my money questions. Let's hear from Elise. My name's
1: Elise, and I talk to people about money, how they spend it, what are they spending, what do they want, if they can afford it, spend it. Because you can't take it with you. Yes, you should have some in case you're, you know, need someone to wipe your bum when you're older, but you got to live life a little bit. You know what my mother says? She goes, you got to know when to spend money. Like if you're stranded somewhere and it's time to take a cab, she's like, you got to know when to take a cab. Sometimes you just have to spend money. Buying a coat in Canada is one of them. I do think someone like that first has to address the mental aspect of why am I never spending any money? Do I not deserve it? If you're afraid to spend and you don't have any, then you're smart because then you'll get into debt. So it all depends if they have any money. Like, do they have a nest egg? Do they have regular work with regular income? Do they have health benefits? Because then you get sick. You do need certain things. If you can afford it, give yourself a break. If it's Netflix, whatever it is you want, you deserve something. Some people might like to know I have $200 a week for food. That, that may help them budget out. You know, it's like Weight Watchers points, right? I'm going to have the oyster po' boy for today, and that's my meal, right? Like, some people can do that. They want a big splash, and some people want to do it little by little. I do want her to get rid of that spreadsheet. She's funny, and she's
2: wise, and I will have to say on a side note, Elise was the hardest person to book. She was all, I'm not an expert ridiculous. Thank you, Elise. Oh, people, we've come to the end of the road. That's it for today. But before we go, I do want to say so many thanks to the other Steph and Nikki for being so honest and open about their money situation. I mean, they shared all of it and that that's so helpful to everyone. For more Robin, and you may need that, you probably don't need it, but like if you do, you can follow me at Real Rob Hops on all the platforms, all the socials, as the kids today say. Well Adjusting is an Edit Audio Original, exec produced by Steph Colburn and Robin Hopkins. Thank you to Maria Passingham, Kathleen Speckert, and the whole Edit Audio team. Oh, hey, before you take out those AirPods, this show is just for entertainment. If you are in need of help, please, please, please reach out to a professional. Go ahead and get that help. You deserve it. Hey, y'all, I have a question for you. Have you been listening to Well Adjusting and secretly or maybe not so secretly thinking, geez, I have a problem. And I bet Robin and producer staff might actually be able to help me make some headway. Now, if that's the case, I have to tell you, this is your sign from the universe to reach out to us about being on Well Adjusting. I'm telling you, it is a sign. Get in touch. It's so simple. Just email us at hello at editodd.io, or you can hit me up on the socials. I'm at at RealRobHops on all the platforms. And I have to tell you, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to have you on the show. What is it that you are waiting for? Hit us up. Let's solve the world's problems. No, okay, that that bar is way too high. Let's let's just have some laughs and and get into it. We're gonna all feel better for doing so.
1: I swear. <laughs>